Hi, I'm Nancy Dufresne. Welcome to our podcast channel. We know you'll be blessed by today's message. Hallelujah. I'm so thrilled to get to have spent the last several days with you. What is it that you think you got to go back home or something? What's up with that? I mean, like we have houses here. And uh, you heard the man of God last night. Properties. Lands. Hallelujah. Um, I know that whenever God gave me the castle and my previous home but you know before living before going to the castle it's only 15 minutes away from each other so I had it in mind to sell the previous home and and uh, I just t- kept telling my kids it's just like the grace hasn't lifted off of me for that home I don't know why because usually when we would move you could sense the grace lift for where you're headed and it's no longer for where you've been. And I said, that hasn't happened yet. And it took me a while to realize, and God said this to me. He said, you've got to quit thinking that you have to sell something to have something no more. So I, I, uh, I have three homes. Yeah. I'm not trying to brag. I'm just saying that was in God's mind. I was endeavoring to have two. And I, I, I began talking to God about the next, the coming decades, because um, as as you as you grow older, time means something more to you, and accuracy and clarity is something that is of utmost importance to you, because we don't have time to waste. And um, I began talking to God about the coming decades, and the first thing he started talking to me about was the home I was trying to sell. And he said, I have a plan for that home, and it's to be a home for ministers, that when someone needs refreshing, when someone needs a rescue, and it's a it's a wonderful home. It's in a, a gated community on a golf course, and, um, and uh, it has... It's a full-size home. It has a a courtyard inside that multiple rooms uh, go off that courtyard. So it's almost like a bit of a resort to where you can have your own areas. And that's the first thing of all the things of the coming decades. He started talking to me about a home for someone else that they don't have to believe for. That that you're just honored to believe for a place for when someone needs a rescue or they just need a refreshing. And so uh, anyway, praise the Lord. It was precious. The uh, Pastor George and Terry Pearson's when I got to be with them for a couple weeks and um, she called and she said, Pastor George said he wants you to, he thinks you ought, you ought to buy a third home here. And I said, well, Pastor Terry, I'm sorry, but it had to be my fourth. <laughs> And she said, no, no, you have two within 15 minutes of each other. That doesn't count. That's one big house. (laughs) And so uh, the, the reason God turns you into owners 
not just renters. And there's nothing wrong. There, there's nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying there are times that God won't leave you where you're at. He'll want to bring you into more. And the reason he wants you to be an owner is because on that property of the earth, the devil can never again have his plan. And the more we own, the more places the devil is off limits to. Amen. And so, uh, Anyway, praise the Lord. I don't know why I started with that, but there you go. Praise the Lord. Father, we're so, so grateful. We're so, so grateful. Just lift up your hands and worship him. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. Lift up your voice and let's worship him in the spirit tonight. Manjaria da Bocoria te pekikikie. Mandria da Bococoya da Bastikikie. Mashtikaria da Bococoya da Bastikikie. Mashtikaria da Bococoya da Bastikikie. We thank you, Father. We give you glory and honor. We started on. Um, well, I know what I wanted to say. I was saying, why, why do you have to go home? <laughs> but I've, I've enjoyed and been honored to have you here. And I want to thank you for coming. And uh, the ministers that have come, thank you so much. It, 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 it always elevates because the more anointings you get in a place, the more that atmosphere is affected. And the, you, the, the corporate anointing is just the greatest anointing in the earth. And so thank you for coming, every single one of you, and bringing your supply into the staff. Uh, my staff, if you would, I, I don't know if they're all in this room. They may be scattered in other rooms, and we've got some up in TV departments and everyone. But if, if you're on staff, stand with us to your feet. I want to, I want, go ahead. Like, I'm not going to give you 100 bucks. Just do it. Hallelujah. And so uh, I don't know, we have about 25 staff members right now, and they're not all in here, but thank you. You can be seated. I appreciate them and what they do. And then all the Ministry of Helps of the World Harvest Church, yes. Ministry of Helps, thank you so, so much. Give them a great big God bless you. We appreciate all that you do. Hallelujah. Uh, Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 3, we started here Tuesday night, and we'll see how we end up tonight. But uh, Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3, thrilling words. Yes. Ephesians 1 verse 3, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who hath blessed us. Where did he bless us out of? His own blessing. Yes. He is blessed. Yes. <laughs> Blessed be the God. He's blessed. And out of the flow of the blessing of him, he has blessed us. Who hath already blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So we see this, that none of heaven has been withheld. Amen. When we go there, we don't want to be shocked by going, wow. We should have and we could have. No, because none of heaven has been withheld. None of the flow of heaven. 
None of the blessing that heaven operates under has been withheld. It's the blessing of that place that is to be the flow of our place on earth. Amen. Who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And I love the Norley translation that says, who has already blessed us with everything that heaven itself enjoys. God is about you enjoying your time here. I don't believe for a moment God put us here just so we could endure. Do we endure? Yes, but we should be enduring in joy. <laughs> that it's an enjoyment. Life is pure pleasure. Not, be, not due to recreation, but due to the flow that heaven has made ours. And so I, we're not to live tormented, harassed, depressed, oppressed. And if we're living that pushed down life, that something is sitting on our life and pushing it down, we're missing the flow. So anything that does not represent what heaven has authored, we're going to have to say, I'm no longer okay with it. I'm no longer okay with it because you don't float into the flow that heaven made ours. You contend for it. You contend for it. Meaning that when things come that are not of that flow, you say, no, you don't. Okay. You got to come up. Bring, give me the, give me, give me the microphone. I don't know where it is. Oh, thank you. It's right, right there. Thank you. You, you know what I want you to tell? Uh, when Ed asked, when Ed asked, okay. Yeah. Because I like this. I go, I'm going to adopt this. We were in a big church in uh, Nashville and pastor Nancy was ministering to people and the, 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 the platform was kind of circular, this big place. And so she started ministering and I was sitting right behind Dr. Dufresne, my husband and I, and Dr. Dufresne turned around and he looked at me and he said, go stand next to, he called her Nancy and go with her, you know, down the prayer line, you know, to assist her. And so of course, you know, this church, their ushers were there. They didn't know me from Adam, but I knew that the prophet had sent me on assignment. <laughs> I get up and you, you got to come down a couple of stairs. And so I'm going to go and I'm going to break through the line to get on the opposite side. And the usher, he was going to try to stop me. And I said, no, <laughs> no, not doing it because I knew I didn't want to go back and face doctor, but, <laughs> and tell him, and you know, go ahead and say, Oh, he didn't let me do it. And the doctor would say, I told you to do it. So I put my finger out. Okay. Yeah. So you can, that's good. You can take the mic with you. <laughs> I was going to say, just take the mic with you. That's what I'm going to say. But the thing is, it, Ed sent her. God sent a flow. And it is not appropriate for something else to try to blockade that flow. And we have to contend for what you've been sent. What was she doing with that usher? That usher didn't know, but she didn't care that he didn't know. She knew. And so she walked, she goes, that's the mama. That's, that's the mama. And then who was, was it your, who, who was it that were you telling it to us? No, you were telling it to us last night about Catherine Kuhlman. Yes. 
that she was in a meeting yes. and she was starting the meeting. Yes. And, is that right? And off to the side, there was a little girl and the little girl said to, she just went to Catherine Coleman like this. Yeah. And Catherine Coleman walked over there and spent what time talking to her? And then, and then she preached a sermon called The Power of a Finger. Uh-huh. <laughs> that just going like this. And, and I said, see Pastor Debbie, the power of her finger. Well, when you know something, uh, (laughs) he has blessed us and we have to contend that when something tries to blockade that bless you go, uh, and if you're not going to go, uh, uh, if you're not going to use your authority, if you're not going to say, not here, not now, not in my life, you may do that down everybody, every neighbor. Every, every one of my neighbors, but not here. That's right. You may pull up their kids out and take them all different. Not, not here. Not here. Amen. This blessing that he's made ours has to be contended for, not from God, but against the enemy. And if you're not going to, if you're not going to go, uh-uh, when the wrong thing comes, the wrong thing will stay. And you will live oppressed and depressed when it's not necessary because you could have said, I'm not putting up with that. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. He has blessed us with everything that heaven itself enjoys. Now you need to, you need to understand what does heaven enjoy? That's what I'm having. That's what I'm having. That's what I'm authorized to live. And if I don't live it, it's my fault. It's not God's fault. And it's not about God sending something. It's me recognizing what has already been sent. Amen. Um, This is not talking about... Well, go with me again to Deuteronomy chapter 11. We looked at this Tuesday night. Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse 21. And this is under the old covenant. In verse 21 reads that your days may be multiplied, not shortened, multiplied. And the days of your children in the land. What is the land where God tells you to be? When you're where God tells you to be, then you're in line for multiplication. If you're not where God tells you to be, you cannot be assured of multiplication. Multiplied days that your days are multiplied and the days of your children are multiplied in the land, which the Lord swear unto your fathers to give them. And then when you're where God tells you to be, look at this, days of heaven on earth. Days of heaven upon the earth. God is describing what our earth life should look like. Like the flow of heaven. Amen. You won't float into it. You get there on purpose. You have to contend and say anything that is not of that flow, I'm not okay with anymore. It's done. It's not about this verse when it says days of heaven upon the earth. It's not talking about location. It's talking about a flow. The flow of the blessing 
that flows out of the Father. It's the blessing that he abides under. And then he brings us into that blessing. And he made it ours. Amen. Amen. Then uh, go with me if you would. Let's go to Romans chapter 14. Romans chapter 14. These are things that we referred to Tuesday night, but for those who might not have been here, Romans 14 verse 16. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but the kingdom of God is righteousness, it's peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. These are forces. Righteousness, Peace, joy, these are forces. He's not talking about tangible things of the kingdom. He's talking about the forces of the, the flow of these forces. So the kingdom of God, is there's a flow. And the flow of the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. This is the flow that the Holy Ghost will get involved in. This is the flow that he's going to produce when he gets his way. He will lead us into this. So if you're, if you're living sad, you're not in the flow. If you're living troubled, you're not in the flow. There's another, and I'm not saying that to point out the the false. I'm I'm saying it to let you know there's a higher offer. There's a higher flow offered you. Um, Then look with me at Romans chapter 15, verse 13. It says, Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace. Look at this, in believing. Look at these words that are connected. Joy, peace, believing. How do you know if you're believing? If you're in the flow of joy and peace, you're believing. If you're not peaceful, your faith is not functioning right. If you're not joyful, you're not in faith. I don't care what you're confessing. Confession is good and confession is right, but it will not take the place of missing the flow. So these three run together. When you're in faith, you're in peace and joy. Now, In introducing Dr. Winston last night, I referred to the scripture. Jesus said, when I come back, Mm -hmm. the Amplified says, will I find, Jesus is asking this, when I come back, will I find, why does he use the word find? That's what he's looking for. I'm looking for this flow. I'm looking for a flow. What am I looking for? When I come back, will I find what? Faith. The Amplified says persistence in faith. A faith that doesn't yield it up to anything. Faith that doesn't back up. A faith that doesn't quit. A faith that doesn't let down. It's a consistent lifestyle of faith. That's what he means. A lifestyle of faith. You can only have a lifestyle of faith under the flow of the spirit of faith. Amen. 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 And this is what he's looking for 
This is critical to the era, the last days that we live in. This is critical. Now we read here that the God of the God of hope fill you all with all joy and peace in believing. So when he says that uh, he's looking for persistence in faith, how is he going to know it? By your joy and peace. I can tell in, in, in 25 years of pastoring, I can, when people would come up and they're facing a crisis or facing an emergency, a difficulty of life, I can tell whether they're in faith or not, not by their words, but by their, their joy level. You can see it. You can see whether there's peace on their face or not. If we say we're going to have faith, we're going to have to have joy and peace. And don't, don't say you got faith if there's no joy and peace. You better be sober about yourself. <laughs> For your faith's sake, make sure that you're in the flow of the kingdom, which is righteousness, peace, and joy. Why? Because then your faith will work. Amen. Take a sober account of your life. I'm not talking about your personality. I am not, please. I am not talking because there's a lot of people that they look up all the time and I know, oh, they have real low downs because people who are real, really high energy and high, I go, when they, when they bottom out, they bottom out. I've learned that through pastoring. The ones that are really, really like they're just uh, caffeinated all the time. I know it's, I know they're operating out of their personality. I know it. And when you operate out of your personality, you're going to feel the highs and you're going to feel the lows. But when you're operating out of faith, you are the same every day because we're not talking about joy and peace that comes from a place of your personality. That don't work when a devil shows up. That's Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I, um, I, I so value this verse. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing. If we're going to be skillful in faith, we have to be skillful in the way faith is expressed. How's it expressed? Through our joy and our peace. We're demonstrating our faith when we're in joy. That's a demonstration of our faith. When we're in peace, that's a demonstration of our faith. When we're worried, that's a demonstration of fear. But when we're in peace, that's a demonstration that we're in faith. And we're talking about in this last day how, how skillful we must be in this faith life. Why? Because that's what Jesus is looking for. So if he's looking for our faith, he's looking for our joy. Yeah. If he's looking for our faith, he's looking for our peace level. Yes. Because these are measurements of our faith level. Amen. Amen. I, uh, I love the story, and you've heard it before, and you're going to keep hearing it because you need it. You ain't, you ain't all in the flow yet. You ain't all in yet. We're, we're learning. We, we, we have not, none of us have all arrived. But I love that Dr. Summerall, as a young, in his early 20s, asked one of the best questions, I think, 
of this general in the body of Christ when he was in England with Smith Wigglesworth. He asked him a question. Brother Wigglesworth, how do you get up in the morning? What a great question. And he said, I jump out of bed and dance for 10 minutes. He said, I start out in the flesh and wind up in the spirit. What was he saying? I'm choosing a flow. When I get up, I'm choosing my flow. What is his flow that he chose? The kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. He was choosing the flow of the Holy Ghost, the flow of the kingdom, by deciding to get into joy. He started rejoicing before the devil started talking. Before circumstances started appearing and pushing on him, he had already decided and stepped into the flow of his choice. Now, we know that this man, I mean, we, it's documented of over some 20-something people raised from the dead in his ministry. We know the, 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 the multitudes of healings and remarkable uh, works of power that took place in his ministry. Well, if we're going to look at that and go ooh and ah, then we need to ooh and ah over what got him into that. What got him into that? The choice of the flow he made. That if we're going to say, I want results like that, then we're going to have to do what he did and decide that it matters how we start our day because that sets the flow of things. God said to me years ago, years ago, he said, start every day in the spirit. Then keep your heart turned toward me all day long. Why? You're opening the door. You're giving him entrance. That's really one way of getting in the spirit is rejoice your way into the spirit. There's, there's multiple ways to get in the spirit. You can, you can just worship God and get in the spirit. You can start confessing the word from your spirit and get in the spirit. You can just dance yourself into the spirit. You can pray in tongues and get into the spirit. There's other ways. There's multiple ways. And, um, Smith Wigglesworth chose this one way particularly. Yeah, yeah. Why? Because it addressed his flesh. Yeah, yeah. It addressed his mind. Yeah. It, it dealt with all of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. amen. That's right. Amen. And so he would get up dancing. So there's something to this joy thing yeah. that joy gets our faith moving because they're companions. To get your faith going, start rejoicing. Joying, rejoying. My dad was so funny because he was raised in the, he was raised in the neck of the woods. He's, he was a farmer in Oklahoma. And um, he, was, he was a good businessman. He didn't know anything, you know, about the word or faith or anything like that. But uh, he was a good businessman and he died well off because he just was diligent. But uh, anytime he bought something, he'd go by and every, every guy, every car dealership in town dreaded to see him come. <laughs> because he ain't playing no joke. He would walk in and he paid cash. 
He just paid cash. No, he couldn't early on, but in his latter years. I was with him one time. <laughs> on this one particular occasion, he's going to buy something. Let's say, if, let's say, let's use, you know, terms from another decade. $15,000 for the car, for example. Daddy walks in and he goes, I'll give you 11000 for that car. They said, Kenneth, we can't take 11000 He said, I'm just telling you, that's what I'm giving you. You want it or not? Kenneth, we can't take 11000 The car's 15000 So Daddy says, okay. And so he pulls out a stack of hundreds. And he makes a display. One, two, and he counts it out in longhand. One at a time. They, and the whole time he's counting. I was in there with him. Kenneth, yeah. we're not taking it. A man can count his money, can he? Yeah. <laughs> count my money. Seven, eight, and then he goes, and he gets all the way to $11,000. Daddy said, you want any of that? <laughs> Kenneth, we can't take... 11,000. I'm just asking, do you want any of that? <laughs> Kenneth, we can't take that. All right, one, two, and he took it back one at a time. And he told me, when he told me before we walked in, don't you say a word? Wow. Don't you give a look? Don't you do anything? No, daddy, I won't, I won't. <laughs> we walk out of there. He said, they'll be calling me. We got home, the phone started ringing. <laughs> Kenneth, we'll take 11000 I thought you would. <laughs> and then he'd say, free gas. <laughs> Fill it up. <laughs> For a while, wow. I will be back. You, feel, you keep filling me up. <laughs> they, knew, they just dreaded to see him come because they knew the man with the goods. Yeah. Walked away the winner. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. They, they, got, they got a quota to meet by the end of the month, you yeah. know? Yes. <laughs> Daddy knew it. Yeah. I don't care what they say. He'd say, money talk, money talk. It talks, it talks. Daddy knew this, that once he drove off that lot, the fuel would be spent. So he set it up for a refuelings. Yeah. Through life, you're going to spend your faith. You're going to spend your joy. And you're going to have to rejoy. Because you can't go off of last week's joy. And if you got faith, you're going to be rejoying. And that's why Paul, in one of the darkest places, in that prison, in that Philippian jail, said, Rejoice. In the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. When he was facing something so dark and oppressive, the darkest, oppressive, most oppressive place you, a man can find himself is in a prison, especially when you're there uh, unjustly. And you don't know when you're coming out. And you don't know if you're coming out. And he was letting us know what he was doing in the dark place. He was rejoicing. And he was telling people not in prison what to do to not be in a dark place. I don't care what your circumstance is. You can rejoice your way out of it. And if you don't, you're going to have to yield up the flow of the kingdom. 
because the flow of the kingdom is righteousness, peace, and joy. And that is the flow of the Holy Ghost. That is the flow God meets you in. Have you ever noticed that you go to worry and you quit hearing? And you're trying to hear. And the worry pushes you toward the, the awareness, I need to hear, I need to hear. And the more you worry, the less you hear. Why? Because that's not God's flow. He's not in that flow. He's letting you know if you need my help, get in my flow. What's my flow? Righteousness, peace, and joy. So I said this, if you will start rejoicing, the faith that's in you will start making movement. You will stir up the faith that is in you. And until that faith gets moving, you're not receiving anything because we receive by faith. So that's what Smith Wigglesworth would do. He would get up rejoicing. Why? It got his faith moving. It got the forces that would put him over and past every opposition. It got them moving. It doesn't matter that you have faith if it's dead. Faith that's dead doesn't mean it's not present. If you were to bring a dead body in here, the body is still present. It's got no movement. That's what dead faith is. It's present, but it's getting no movement. Joy and rejoicing gets that faith moving so you don't, by the end of the day, have dead faith because it didn't get movement all day. Dead faith doesn't mean it's not there. It's just not moving and not benefiting and not producing anything. Amen. Dad Hagen would tell us over and over by the Spirit, it's going to get darker in the world. People are so uh, uh, stirred about the direction of things. And I'm not saying we have to be accepting, but... It's part of the last days. It's going to get darker in the world. Because there have been demons that have been held in check, waiting to be dispersed into the last days. But there are angels that have been held in check. And there's more with us than with them. And Dad Hagen would tell us it's going to get darker in the, in the world, but brighter in the church. That's the bright flow is righteousness, peace, and joy. And we have to be skilled in the brightness so that the darkness does not become our conversation. It doesn't become what is channeling the flow of our day. We have to become skillful in joy. You're going to have to turn off things that do not supply and stir up the joy. And a critical part of your faith and joy and peace life in the last days is the assembling of yourselves together. Because it says in Hebrews 10 that do not forsake the assembling of yourselves together, especially as the... The days of Jesus coming back approaches. Why? Because you're going to need to help stir each other. And if you don't know how to stir, how are you going to help stir? That's right. 
everything in you has to be stirred. Everything in you. It doesn't just flow up and spring up automatically. You said, well, Jesus said there'll be a fountain. Yeah, but you better prime that pump. Amen. So he he told, Paul told Timothy, stir up the gift that's on the inside of you. And he was, the Amplified says, the inner fire. He's letting you know that spiritual forces are there and they will produce, but not unstirred, they won't. We have to stir them. Why do we have to be skillful at peace and joy? These things stir up the faith that's in us. Amen. And sometimes you just have to start in the flesh. You just have to by choosing. You, you choose your flow before you feel it. You just do. Amen. So the flow we start in matters. Why did, why did Smith Wigglesworth just get up and start rejoicing every day? Well, when the Word tells us that we've been blessed with everything that heaven itself enjoys, joy is the atmosphere of heaven. So when you start stepping into joy, that atmosphere will move into your atmosphere. The angels that are present around your life and in your home and around your family recognize the joy flow because that's the flow they came out of. And they will enter in to the rejoicing flow with you because they recognize this is heaven's flow. And heaven starts participating in a flow of of a like flow. Amen. So when we start rejoicing, heaven gets involved. If we don't establish the, uh, a flow for our day, then heaven can't get involved in just any flow. He's telling us the flow of the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. Now, if you'll get in that flow, heaven will get involved. But if you don't, heaven can't get involved. Amen. So when we choose to rejoice, we're choosing our atmosphere, heaven's atmosphere in our home. Amen. Um, we know this, that the word tells us the joy of the Lord is what? Strength. Our strength. So notice this, that joy conducts the strength and the might of God. And this is why some people's faith are weak, is weak and why their, their walk with the Lord is weak and why their hold on spiritual things is weak. They don't have the strength. Yeah. That's right. when, whenever someone that is in our church or someone, a minister or anything, anybody that calls me and they, you know, they're sick or anything, the first thing I pray for is not healing. The first thing I pray for, they be strengthened with might in their inner man. Why? So that they don't let, let go and give up. Yeah. While that healing power is working. So the joy of the Lord is our strength. So if we will start rejoicing in that, heaven's atmosphere starts joining that flow because that is heaven's flow. And in that atmosphere is his strength. Why? Because the joy came from him. He's in that flow. 
Amen. Praise the Lord. When we rejoice, we tap into heaven's flow, and that strengthens you. (laughs) Amen. Um, This is something, the way the wording the Holy Ghost gave me, is joy is the overdrive gear. When you need to get past something, you better get into joy because that's what the overdrive gear is to, of your faith, is joy. And then he said this, it's the all-wheel drive off-road mechanism that allows you to never lose traction while you're treading on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. When, when you have an off-road vehicle and you know the terrain is uneven, you need those wheels to operate independent of each other so that you don't lose traction. So you flip over something in that vehicle. I don't ask me, I don't know it, but something is flipped. Now it's a button, you know, you can do it from within. I think you used to have to get out and do it from even outside, but now you can do it from within. Why? Because that's going to determine what you're facing, how it's going to be overcome. Joy is that you flip over to that off-road mechanism. Here we go. Here we go. And everybody who's, who's equipped with that mechanism in their vehicle, they're looking for rocks. They are looking for a bump. They're looking for a dip. They're looking for something. Why? Because they love the thrill of watching their equipment work. Joy is heaven's equipment to help you get past when you're treading on serpents and scorpions and all the rough places and the opposition and it, you just keep going across and brother, the ride is so fun, right? Why? I am so impressed I picked the right vehicle, you know? How many times you sit at a stoplight and you hear somebody, it's like, come on, brother, you're in the same 25 mile an hour zone I am. But they love showing off their equipment. What was Smith Wigglesworth doing every morning? Showing off his equipment. Before he was faced with something that was going to call for the power of that force. He's showing off his equipment to the devil. You want some of this? That's really what he's showing. But if you don't know that your equipment and you don't even know how to turn it on, it don't matter that you got it. It don't matter because you'll forget about your equipment when something starts showing up that opposes you. You'll forget about it. Why do you think that he said, uh, James said in chapter one, verse two, count it all when you fall into diverse tests and temptations. Why? Because the joy is what is equipping you to get past those tests and temptations. And until you get into joy, you ain't getting out of that test. That's what he's telling you. Until you turn on the the overdrive mechanism of joy, you are not getting out of this hard terrain. That's right. That's 
But the exit road out of every test and trial is paved with joy, and you better get on that road. Pastor Nancy, you don't know how bad it's been. That's why you better get on that road. Because it doesn't get better staying off the road of joy. And it's not about joy about what you're feeling or facing. It's about the force you believe. Amen. Hallelujah. There was a, um, not long after my husband went home to be with the Lord, there was a gal that was raised in his first church in the 70s. She uh, was a couple years younger than me, but for several years before he went home to be with the Lord, she had severe physical, ongoing physical conditions. And just about three weeks after he died, she had that experience. She was on her deathbed. And she told me later, she said, Pastor Nancy, I don't know if I died or if I just had a vision. But she was certainly at the point of death. It could have been death. And she said, I was, I was uh, coming up to the gates of heaven. And she said there was like a force field keeping me back and would not permit me to, to go close enough to the gates to enter. And so she said, I just couldn't understand why I couldn't get in. And she said, and Ed was at the gate, but he was on the inside. And he said to me, tell Nancy, number one, I love her. Number two, tell her to run her race with joy. So she came back and she told me that. And then a short time later, she died. And I thought of all the things that heaven could have wanted me to know. Heaven spoke of its atmosphere. Spoke of its atmosphere. Spoke of what? overcomes every difficulty. And that is faith that's activated by joy. Amen. Tell her to run her race with joy. He didn't just say, tell her to finish her race. Didn't say that. It's not just about running the race. Because there are a lot of Christians running the race and they're running it the wrong way. They're running it harassed. They're running it fearful. They're running it on empty. And there's a way heaven wants us to run. It's how we run. Run the race with joy. And Paul said that. He said, I go bound unto Jerusalem not knowing not knowing the things that shall befall me, say that the Holy Ghost witnesseth in every city, saying, bonds and afflictions abide me. But none of of these things move me. Neither count I my life dear unto myself, that I might finish my course with joy and the ministry that he has entrusted to me. It mattered to him how he finished. It matters to God how we run because we're running down here as his representative. And he, does, he cannot be represented through fear. Amen. The kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. And to not be in that flow is to misrepresent the one who has empowered us. Amen. And it robs from us. Amen. So that means if we're in joy, this is going to have to look different. This is going to have to look different. Okay, Pastor Noel and Pastor Ruby, stand up have to practice with these two people. 
Okay, sit down, sit down, sit down. Both of you sit, sit down. Okay, sit down. I'm not giving you a hundred to stand or sit. No, no, okay. I'm gonna ask them both stand. Quicker. Okay, do it again. Quicker. This is what we're trying to practice because I'm on the road with them and I say stand up and they go, oh. And I thought tonight, I'm going to have to let them practice. Maybe if I give you 100. <laughs> okay, you can be seated. Yeah, you can. <laughs> And they travel with me most everywhere we go. And you know why they get to go. They're joyful. I don't take people with me who don't know how to be joyful and don't know how to wear their joy here. You don't know how to wear it here, I don't need you. I don't need, I don't need you on the road with me. I don't need you on the road with me. Why? Because there's enough congregations without. No, I'm teasing. But that's, the, that's one of the outstanding features of their lives is they are joyful all the time. If you can't be joyful, you can't go. You shall go out and be led forth. You better be in the right flow or you don't get out. I'm just saying that's why people, people don't realize that the devil getting their hand, his hands off their finances, off their bodies, off their minds is as simple as them deciding to rejoice. Yeah. Just simple as that. That is good. Come on. There's a precious pastor that years ago, he, um, he had gotten into a place of depression and um, he got to the point where he was really getting close to a suicidal type degree of that. And um, in the midst of that, he was sitting in a dark room, middle of the day, had the curtains drawn, just sat in there day after day in the dark place. And one day he's just sitting in there and Jesus walks into his room he didn't say anything. And he just sat down beside him, put his hand on his knee, and just started laughing. Yeah. And the man just is looking at him, and he thought, well, I better do what he's doing. And he joined him. And they sat and laughed together. Jesus didn't say a word, just sat and laughed together. And then after a few moments, Jesus got up and walked out and, he, and the man said all the depression was gone. Why? His help and deliverance was as simple as rejoicing. He didn't need a sermon. He just, and when you're going through something, you better get to church and find those who know how to sit and laugh with you. You don't need to have somebody that you can, that'll sympathize with you. You need somebody that will jerk you and stir you into joy. Amen. Amen. And I can't believe they just treat me that way. They know what I'm going through and they're just sitting there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it wouldn't have done the man any good to sit and watch Jesus laugh. Right. Right. Yeah. 
Doesn't do you any good to come to church and watch everyone else partake. You're going to leave on the table what should have been partaken of. Amen. So we have to get into that we learn from here how to turn on our joy and keep it turned on. Amen. Drawing out. Drawing it out. Not waiting. It doesn't matter that circumstances aren't joyful. We brought our own. We bring our own. We bring our own. We're not waiting for circumstances to offer us what we already possess. So in the face of those circumstances, we draw that out and we spend that force in the face of that circumstance. And we overcome it by that force. Amen. That we have faith enough to know that's in there and that will do what it says it will do. Amen. What's the word say? At destruction and famine, I will. People go, I can't believe that. I just can't. That just doesn't make sense. I mean, when they tell you, you're going to lose your home. Now you know what to do. At dis- anything that's, that threatens to destroy you, the cure is joy. People say, I, I, this doesn't make sense. No, 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 it doesn't make sense. Not human sense. It makes Bible sense. Well, I just don't know how. Does, if, if, are you filled with the Holy Ghost in here? Are, are, most of you? Most of you, right? What, what do you do? If you want to speak in tongues, you open your mouth and you just start. And the further you go, the richer and deeper the, the movement of that. And the further you go in the spirit, joy's the same way. It's not a feeling. You start on purpose dipping it out and the more you do it the richer the flow of that will be amen hallelujah crisis calls for joy opposition calls for joy count it all joy the situation isn't joy but he's telling you the flow of heaven's help is in the joy if you get in the joy you get in the flow of heaven's help because heaven starts moving in that flow when are we going to believe it serious and talking to ourselves when are we really going to believe this I said, when are we really, when are we really going to believe this? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Um, I want to read to you something that God said, Jesus said to me when he visited me in, um, in St. Petersburg, Russia. Uh, it's recorded in that book, the double portion anointing. And Jesus said, one, one of the things he said, there is no burden to the responsibilities of the anointing. As you take up your cross to follow me, that cross will, that cross will lift you into the lightness and ease of my flow. I never conducted my earthly life as being under a burden of the price I was to pay. 
Listen, I don't care what you're facing. It's not a burden. Don't allow it to be a burden. Things that try to burn you, you decide. I never conducted my earthly life. Listen, he was opposed more than any of us were ever opposed. And he says, I never conducted my earthly life as being under a burden of the price I was to pay. Life for me was a great joy and delight. I only experienced being a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief for a few brief moments on the cross. But I carried sorrows and griefs so that you would never experience it for a moment. In bearing it, I freed you from it so that you would only live your life under that which is light and easy. Amen. That's the flow we choose. That's the flow we choose. That's the flow heaven manifests in. When you need heaven in your home, start rejoicing. Not rejoicing at the circumstance, but right in the face of the circumstance. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. And I've learned through the, I've learned through the years, I get up in the morning, my hands go up, my, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Why? I set the flow. I'm not going to let the flow of sin and death in the world that's all around decide the flow of my life and my home. I've been delivered from the kingdom of darkness, translated into the kingdom of his flow. Amen. So if Smith Wigglesworth knew enough to get up and and choose and establish the flow of heaven's entrance into his life, that's what he was doing. He was choosing which kingdom would be expressed through his life. Amen. So we need to give ourselves the habit. Skill sets its own day. We need to practice, decide when you get up in the morning, how am I going to get up? And put some things, put some spiritual habits in place on the waking. On the waking, get in front of circumstance, get in front of things. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Joy invites heaven's participation. You know, when I was growing up, I remember mother at times uh, when there was bad weather, and especially as I got older and the the school I went to was further away and she would have to give me a ride. If I got in the car and I started complaining about somebody, she'd say, you better shut up. (laughs) That's a bad habit. What was it? She wouldn't get involved in that flow. She demanded a different flow. We, we're going to have to talk firmly to ourselves. That when we start going a wrong flow, that we go, I'm stopping that bad habit. I'm stopping that bad habit. Moody people have nothing but bad habits. But you don't understand that's my personality. No, no, no. That's, that's, you're not being true to the flow in you. And God cannot, my mother would not participate in that flow I would try to establish. God will not just jump into any flow. And he's telling us the flow that he will get involved with 
Amen. Amen. So how much our lives are full of his presence determines by the flow we choose. And so many people are waiting and praying, God, do something about this. God changes. God send this. And he's waiting. Just step into the flow I've already sent that has the victory in it. Amen. Are you helped tonight? All right. Stand up. We doing it. We doing it. I said we doing it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. People are saying, well, I'm waiting for something funny to happen. No. Ha, ha, ha. (laughs) Now, wait. Learn, learn. Listen, just rejoicing and laughing. People that are unsaved will walk in and say they're crazy. You are if you're not releasing faith. It doesn't do any good to make a sound if you're not releasing your faith through the sound of joy, through the expression of joy, through the singing of worship, through the raised hands. It's the releasing of faith that heaven will get in. It it invites heaven to have something to attach itself to. It's not just a sound, a cackling sound. We have to learn from in here to release the force of faith through the rejoicing flow. Amen. That means you have to start, pay attention to what's going on down here when you do this. You start, ha, 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 ha. Don't just do it from here. Do it from down here in your spirit and release your faith. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Facing something the hardest, you need to be the loudest right now. You need to be the loudest one. We're not diminishing what you're facing, we're showing you what works. Amen. Some things work and some things don't. And you better know which one. (laughs) (laughs) Hallelujah. 
Okay, Pastor Noel, come here. Come here. Lead in laughter. We have lead in singing, lead in praying, lead in joy. Well, yeah. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Well, this is my Uber drive. Now, I'm just going to say this. What did dad say to that sister? To Pastor Nancy? Run your what? Race with joy. Are we going to run with her? Are we going to follow her? So are we going to run with race with what also? That command is not just our pastor's command. We can follow her with long face. We're going to have to run, count it all joy. Right? Now let me teach you something. Because I'm going to lead you into joy. Very simple. I did it in Bible school and it worked. If you don't have one, what are you going to do? What? You count one. So let's all count one. Now we have one. Right? Now we're going to count two so we can have two. Right? Let's count two. All of us. Two. Now, let's count it all. Joy. How are we going to count joy? Ah, ha, ha, ha. Are we counting joy? All of us together. Count it all joy. Ha, ha.
Let me help you, man. Let me help you. Yeah, count it. Ah! <laughs>
Elsa does. <laughs> this is his blow. Hallelujah. Right, hey, 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 yeah. Oh, oh. Take it on, Pastor. Whoa. <laughs> Take it on to the congregation. <laughs> Israel. Israel. This is that. This is that. What God called you with joy, you'll bring with the, this church. This church will be filled with the joy of the Lord as you preach, as you minister the word. The joy will flow, the glory will flow. Ha 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 ha
I'm gonna do. And you know I'm gonna do this tonight, but it's okay. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> and you know when you're drunk, yeah, you don't care. care. You just joy. <laughs> you guys are all not really drunk yet. Because <laughs> you still care about yourself. <laughs> we don't care. <laughs> we have no care. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. Ah. Hey, you better know how to do this because you got to do this always. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. That's how you get a good husband. Just looking for a good wife. Yes. You're a good one. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They find their way to joy. <laughs> Joyful. Hey, I don't know why I'm saying that. I'm not trying to pick you up, sister. Yeah. But I know you love me. You won't get upset with me. Yeah. Hallelujah. Oh my God. That building comes. With joy. Yes. This is the missing piece. <laughs> one of the most, um, I guess, one of the biggest things I had to deal with after Ed went home to be with the Lord, we needed a miracle for something to turn. And uh, God said to me, I, I was on that, you've heard me talk about it, I was on the back patio and I had a sense to just get up and dance. And I just got up and danced. And while I was dancing, while I was rejoicing, God spoke to me. Why? Because heaven enters that flow. Why? Because that's it. That's the flow of heaven. And while I was rejoicing, God said to me, in the rejoicing, power flows. Now notice the word in, the re while you're rejoicing. So as long as you rejoice, power flows. When you, don't, when you fail to rejoice... Power can't flow in the lack of rejoicing. And rejoicing comes out, like I said, it's the releasing of faith in that act of rejoicing because it's by faith that things are accomplished. But 
It's while you're rejoicing. And you can praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. That's a flow of rejoicing. When you're just uh, got your hands right. It doesn't always have to be an overly demonstrative act. But don't, don't get rutted in praise the Lord and I'm rejoicing. That's it. But he said in the rejoicing power flows. He didn't say what kind of power. You know what kind? The kind you need. Whether it's healing power, whether it's delivering power, whatever you need that power to do, it's in the rejoicing that power flows. I went through a difficulty for a year and a half, harassed, troubled, tormented. And God said to me very simply one night, the praise cure. I had prayed for hours in the spirit. I had studied. I had done everything I knew to do spiritually, except the praise cure. I had confessed many confessions, but doing, doing them without the spirit being engaged is useless confessions. They're useless. And he was telling me how to get hooked up to my spirit. My problem was everything that was coming against my mind was to entrench me in my mind, to draw me away from my spirit. And that's why the devil always attacks the mind whenever you're attacked in a financial arena, physical arena, marital arena, business arena. Anytime you're attacked, there's always going to come a mental attack with that attack to draw you out of the faith arena, which is your spirit, and draw you into your mind and draw you into that mental arena. For a year and a half, I was so entrenched in the mental arena, I didn't know how to get out. I'm talking years ago. And so God said to me very simply, the praise cure. And the moment he said that, and I mean, it was so still and it was so quiet, but everything against me was so bombarding. And the moment that came up to me, there came the thoughts, what's that going to do for your situation? And it looked like it would do nothing for my situation. But I recognized the spirit is leading me for the next week, solid week. I mean, the whole time I'm awake, I'm under my breath that people around, I'm saying, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise. And I tell you what, there was no lift with it. It just felt like it was doing this. If I would, and I couldn't sleep. My mind was so troubled. I couldn't sleep. I could only sleep for short segments. I'd wake up in the middle of the night, couldn't go back to sleep. And I'd lay there and just go, praise the Lord. And it sounded just like that. It was as dry as that. Say, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. And for three days, the mental bombardment intensified. Why? Because I hit on the answer. And he's trying to back me off the answer. After three days, the mental bombardment backed down. After three days, I'm talking like almost day and night. At the end of a week, I'm sitting on my couch. People are in the in the home in our home with us. And I I'm sitting there to myself. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Under my breath. Nobody could tell that I was doing it, but, but for my, my spirit was engaged. And when I did that, all of a sudden I felt. And it's, it's exactly the way Dad Hagen used to describe it. It's like a coin you put in a vending machine and something clicked. 
And while I was sitting there, that happened. What was it? I got in the spirit for the first, after a year and a half of being entrenched in that mental bombardment, that mental harassment. And the word of the Lord came to me. And he says, now, tell that spirit that's been harassing your mind to desist in its maneuvers against your life. And I got up and I went into the restroom and I closed the door and just no louder than this, I said, that spirit that's been harassing my mind, I tell you to desist in your maneuvers against my life. And it was over. Why? Because in the rejoicing, power flowed. What was the power? An answer came. An answer came. While you're rejoicing, you're going to hear. While you're rejoicing, clarity. While you're rejoicing, wisdom. While you're rejoicing, healing power. While you're rejoicing, prosperity. And the devil will always minimize your answer to your mind. He will always try to make it look like that's not enough. What's that going to do? He knows what it's going to do. But God said to me, in the rejoicing, power flows. How long do you want that power to flow is going to determine whether or not your life is characterized by a lifestyle of worshiping God, praising God, rejoicing. Amen. Hallelujah. So I said all that to say this, that while we were rejoicing, healing power was flowing. I said healing power was flowing. Someone's, uh, a woman, your ovaries were healed while that was going on. Why? Because in the rejoicing, power flows. What do you need that power to do? That's what power will flow in the rejoicing. Amen. Hallelujah. Somebody at the top of your neck, the, the very top area of, this, of the spine, uh, something went back into place. A vertebrae went back into place. Is that you, love? You can tell? Did you have pain? And the pain's all gone. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. In the rejoicing. How much power do we need? We measure it. God's not the one measuring the flow and degree of power. We are. Why do you think Paul in that prison said, rejoice in the Lord always? And again, I say it, rejoice. Why? Because the devil's going to try to minimize that act of faith. That that's not enough to change your situation, but it's more than enough to change your situation. Hallelujah. Somebody's ears were opened while you were rejoicing. You need to check them out. Hallelujah. Give action to that anointing. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Somebody's shoulder was loose. It's like your shoulder was frozen. Move it around. Give action to that anointing. Hallelujah. Do something you couldn't do before. And even if I haven't called it out, if I were you, expect that power flows in the rejoicing. Act on something. Do something you couldn't do. Hallelujah. Do something you couldn't do. Or lift a leg or bend over. Do something that, that was giving you difficulty before. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Somebody's teeth are being healed. Somebody's teeth. You've had ongoing for years problems with your teeth. And those are being healed right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You say, is it me? Well, if I was you, I'd rejoice because in the rejoicing power flows. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Someone has, a, has had an ongoing scalp condition that's being healed right now. A, a scalp condition. There's also some kind of growth in someone's, in someone's throat. In your throat, there's been some kind of growth there that's that's being healed. And it could be even people that are watching by live stream. Where you're at, join into this flow. Release your faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It was at your church, Pastor Jackie. We were ministering. And a woman that was watching, she was playing the service where we were ministering in Iowa. You were playing that service live in your church. And a woman got up, went in the bathroom and spit out a, a tumor out of her mouth, right? There were other things that she was healed of that night, wasn't what, weren't there? Yes, praise the Lord. Say, what, what, what? It's you? That was you? Come here. What happened to you that night? Because it was more than one thing, right? It was my heart. It was my, the tumor right here. There was a tumor in my lung. Oh, God. I got released from a lot of things I can't even describe to you. Wow, wow, wow. Overflow. 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 And you've been, and you've healed ever since. Yes. Praise yes. the Lord. Yes. Praise yes. I the can Lord. even touch my toes now. You can touch your toes now. You I had couldn't. surgery in my back. I was thrown down a flight of stairs where it broke my back. And they left me in a chair for 18 months. And they told me I'd never walk again. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, so that night, were you having problems still with yes. your back? That yes. night, you got healed that yes. night that yes. you watched the yes. service? Yes. 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 Did you hear her? Yes. You threw your inhaler away. No, I haven't used it since. I haven't needed it. You needed an overhaul. <laughs> yes, I did. Wave after wave after wave kept hitting me. Right before you said the waves were going to hit, they started hitting me. And they kept pulling me over and pushing me over. And I kept falling into the chair. And I kept saying, I release, I release, I release, I release, I release. Yeah, praise the Lord. I received, for the first time, I received... Praise the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 Can I teach you something? If you'll learn to rejoice in someone else's victory, power will flow in your behalf. I said power will flow in your behalf. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The word teaches us a divine truth that uh, pray one for another that you, that you may be healed. It's teaching us that there's a boomerang effect. That when you show interest in someone else's need and you release your faith, it goes and hits the target and the boomerangs back and you get blessed by being interested in someone else. So I'm just saying 
there were some people that while you were rejoicing over her, the, the power of God boomerang back into your physical need. Yeah. It matters. It matters. It matters that we're interested in someone else. It matters. Hallelujah. 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 Somebody else, your neck has been loosed. You're, move it around, move it around. It, you had restricted, limited movement in your neck. Move it around. We're not checking to see if it worked. We're giving action to that anointing. We're giving action to it, action to it. Miss Angie, there's coming a visitation. There's coming a visitation that's going to make some things clear for your future. And how this is going to come, I'm not going to say that you're going to see something. I don't know that. But I just know he's going to visit you in a very particular way. And it's going to, uh, it's going to, mm, there's just been some things he's wanted to show you that you haven't gotten yet. And you're going to get them. You're going to get them. Father, we thank you. Just give me your hands, love. I thank you. I thank you, Father. I thank you. Experiences. There's going to be some divine experiences for you, love. Divine experiences. We thank you, Father. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. That's going to draw you into a deeper place in the flow of the Spirit, in the things of the Spirit. Yeah. We thank you, Father. We thank you. We glorify you, Father. We glorify you, Father. So it's almost like, Miss Angie, some, some doors to the Spirit, uh, doors to certain rooms in the Spirit, and you're going to go, I never saw that before. I never saw that before. And it's, all, it's going to be like, got it. I got it. It's like... He's going to show it to you, and things are just going to dawn on your spirit. That's what it's going to be. It's going to be your spirit's going to grab it and go, I got that. I got that. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. There are so many more healings. There are so many more healings. Give action to some part of the body that had a need. Do something. Give action to that. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We thank you for it, Father. We thank you for it, Father. Brother John White, what is it? Physically, I know that you'd had, you'd had some medical need recently. Come up here. Tell me, tell me, how have you been since then? I haven't seen you. I've been home. Tell me how you've been. Much better. Much better. What about lungs and everything okay? Everything back to uh, everything back to, to normal. Just uh, give it a little something in the liver. A little something in, in the, the liver. In the kidney, kidney. In the kidney. Yeah, but everything else just healed up. Yeah, uh, wholeness, wholeness, all of it. That's what he said to me. He's completing the work. He's completing it. Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. You know. I so appreciate run your race with joy. Why? Because the joy is the refreshing so that you run the race to completion. You get refreshed in the race as you run it rejoicing. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. Miss Tiffany, that healing anointing, that healing anointing for you to flow in and you to minister it. We thank you, Father. We thank you. We thank you for that. We thank you for another degree in her mantle. We thank you for it, Father. 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 Stephanie had a ball. Come here, love. Father, we thank you for the healing anointing upon her. We thank you for it. We, we, uh, we thank you. We thank you <laughs> for that healing anointing. We thank you. Study it much. Study after those who walked in it, that were skillful in it. And the more you feed on it, it'll just keep stirring that and stirring it and stirring it. We thank you for it. Ah, we thank you for it, Father. We thank you for it. We thank you for it. Praise the Lord. We worship you, Jesus. We worship you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Who in here can already tell something different with your body? Then before, raise your hand real high. Raise it real, I mean, extend it all the, send your arm all the way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look at all these hands. Turn around, look and see how good Jesus is. Look and see how good Jesus is. Hallelujah. 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 What is that? In the rejoicing. Powerful. You can do that in your car. You can do that in your kitchen. You can do that on the job. You, you're the one that controls that flow. And the power will meet it. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you tonight. Mashtikaya da bostoye. Manjaria da bokokoko yetebesikiye. Manjada bakai. Now, Dad Hagen said this when he would refer to the healing revival that was moving from 1947 to 1958 in the United States. There was a healing revival on. And he would say this. He said healing was in the air. And he would say it that way because he said people who had never even operated under a healing anointing, blind eyes would start opening in their meetings. He said you would have people that were leading, that they, they really were, were musicians that would travel to churches and sing in churches and stuff. He said while they'd be singing, miracles would start happening. Healings would start happening. He said it was in the air. He said it didn't matter really whether your ministry had been earmarked by that before or not. It just was in the air. Well, in this era, miracles in the air. Miracle power in the air. So those of you in the five-fold ministry, that's, that's how God is moving. If you're in the full-time five-fold ministry, come up here. I want to put my hands on you. For that, that impartation, a greater flow of that. We thank you for it, Father. Congregation, reach your hands out toward these. It matters. 
it matters that they get theirs because yours is going to come through them. Hallelujah. We thank you for it, Father. 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 We thank you for that impartation. 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 We thank you for the miracles. We thank you, Father. We thank you for that miracle power. We thank you for it. Pastor Angie, those utterance gifts, those utterance gifts, the word of knowledge, the word of wisdom, <laughs> prophecy. Mm. Speak them out, speak them out because God says something, then he does something. So the more you say, the more he does. Ah. We thank you for it, Father. We thank you for, ah, we thank you for that impartation. We thank you for it, Father. <laughs> Let God open the doors. Let God, God will open. God will open. God will open. You just enjoy, enjoy arriving at the doors. <laughs> you okay? <laughs> You good? <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 Ah, we thank you, Father. We thank Ah. Mm. Ah, there's coming a notable miracle. There's coming a notable miracle. There's it's going to get the attention of the community. We thank you, Father. And we thank you. We thank you for that notable miracles that fill it up. Fill it up that place. Fill up that place. Fill up that place. We thank you. You're going to be in certain settings, love, when... You're going to get up by the Spirit, and you think you're going to minister one direction, but when you do, you're going to have a vision, and you're going to see into the Spirit. All you have to do is speak out what you see. Speak out what you see, then He'll perform what you say, because He's the one that shows it. You're not speaking of your own. You're speaking what He shows you because that it might be fulfilled which was spoken. Matthew 8, 17, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophet Isaiah, Isaiah saying himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. Notice this, Isaiah spoke what he saw and it was fulfilled. So you're going to get up and in the spirit you're going to see some things. You're going to see things over people's heads. And you'll, you'll go, I don't quite understand that. You don't have to understand it. Just say what you see. Just say what you see. And when you say what he see, what you see, he'll do what you say. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. Ah, mm, mm. We thank you for clarity for the future. Clarity for the future. We thank you. You are just in the beginning. 
just in the beginning of the degree of miracles that are ah that are going to flow. That building was just one miracle. There are so many more miracles connected to that thing. Ah, talk about that miracle much because what you rehearse, God repeats. We thank you, Father. Oh, we thank you, Father. Pastor Kendall, I mean, there are flows that God has authored for you to walk in that are so far beyond what you've even imagined yourself to be in. Spend more time praying in the Spirit and praying those out to get into that. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We thank you. I must take it. Catching up. Catching up. Catching up. Ha, ha, ha. Catching up. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We thank you. My state, not as it has been. Not as it has been. But it shall be different. It shall be different. And so say it much. It shall not be as it has been, but it shall be different. It shall be a greater, ah, a greater flow. We thank you for it, Father. We thank you for it, Father. We thank you for it, Father. Ah, 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 much listening, much listening, much learning, much learning. There's some learning, there's some listening. Learn and listen. Listen and learn. The more you listen, the quicker you'll learn, and the more accurate your learning will be. Um, But don't try to do things before you've listened. Don't try to do things before you've learned. Because then the devil would love for you to get out beyond what you've learned. So take time, take time, take time to listen. Listen, listen, listen. Listen much to the word. Listen much to those who know. Listen much to those who have been there. Don't don't take off running till the learning has happened. Ha ha ha, machakaye, mashtikiye. We thank you for it, Father. We thank you for it, Father. Mastikakaye. We thank you for it, Father. We ah, mastikiye, amastukoko ostikiye, ama machak. Separate, consecrate. Separate yourself unto more of what he's put in your heart and you'll see things increase. Such a divine assist in that flow. And there's going to come prayer assignments that he will lay on your heart and he will usher you into certain flows in the spirit realm as you give yourself to that. And it will help accelerate and speed things along in the life of that ministry, in the life of that church. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father, for your plan. We thank you, Father, for the fullness. We thank you, Father, for the fullness. (laughs) Don't decide the way the church will play out its role. You let God speak the way it's to go. Don't decide we're going to do it this way, then we're going to do it that way, because he has a much larger uh, vision of how that is to be played out. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We Pastor Jennifer, go home, and when you see your husband, say, give me your hands. 
and what has flowed into you will flow into him. There's an impartation there for him. My sticky kid, we thank you, Father. I stepping up, stepping up, stepping up, stepping up. We thank you for my eyes. We thank you for the next room, Father. The next room. It'll be easy. It'll be easy. It'll be easy. <laughs> the heart is over. It will be easy. Easy stepping in. Easy stepping into that room. Just as easy as when a door is open and you see the threshold and you step in. That's how easy. Easy. We thank you for it, Father. Anointed to see what others are not anointed to look at. It would trouble others, but it'll send you rejoicing. <laughs> we thank you for it, Father. We thank you for divine acceleration. <laughs> divine acceleration. Divine acceleration. It'll almost feel like you're being drugged behind a horse. That's okay. That's okay. You can you can you can get your feet under you. Keep going. <sighs> We thank you, Father. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We glorify you, Father. We glorify you. Let's just worship him tonight. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. Praise you. <laughs> Let's sing something. Let's sing something. Lord, we you, Lord, we magnify you, and we lift up your wonderful name. Lord, we magnify you, Lord, we magnify you, Lord, we magnify you, and we Thank you. 
there's some other miracles notable ones that God has and um, if you will say this make it your way of thinking I'm a man of miracles I'm a man of miracles and saying it driving in your car I'm a man of miracles I'm a man of miracles really it's true about all of us but it will set some things in motion by you doing that. You heard it last night when Dr. Winston read that verse in Isaiah, was it? That we were made for miracles. Why? Because we're made in his image and he's a miracle working God. God doesn't move naturally. He moves miraculously. Miracles are his flow. The thing is, we don't recognize miracles as miracles many times. When he talks to you, it's a miracle. When you heard him, that was a miracle. Why? Because he stepped into your realm. He moved into your realm. Uh, when somebody called you because the Spirit prompted them, they didn't intend to call you, but the Spirit prompted them, that's a miracle. Because God's realm spoke to this realm and said, call them. That's a miracle. And many times we're having miracles happen and we don't recognize them. Because we think that the miraculous is only spectacular. And it, it can be, but it's supernatural without having to be spectacular. It may be spectacular, but it may not. And let's not diminish it just because it doesn't, it's not spectacular enough to gain outward notice. There needs to be inward recognition. Father, I recognize it was your movement that caused that to happen. If you got $10 you didn't earn, somebody gave it to you, that's a miracle. We only think if it's a million dollars, it's a miracle. But anything that came to you at his instruction. Amen. Hallelujah. We thank you. We thank you for the miracle flow. Rejoicing. Rejoicing is of that flow. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. We glorify you, Jesus. You're such a wonderful healer. We magnify you. We give you glory and honor. You're such a wonderful healer. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. We glorify you. We magnify you. And Jesus, you're not just our Savior, but you're our Lord. Every day, every day, every day. I love something Brother Norval Hayes said. He said, many give him their hearts, but they keep the life for their own. No, every day we live for him. Amen. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. 
Lift up your voice and lift up your hands and worship him. As you leave this place, you leave it saying it'll be different. It will be different. I'm saying this by the Spirit of God. You declare it will be different for me. It will be different for me. It's different for me now. It's different for me now. It's different for me now. It's different. I will not go back to the same. Not the same flow, higher flow. Amen. The rejoicing flow. No more worried flow. No more of that. No more offended flow. No, done with that one. No more unforgiveness flow. No, no. The rejoicing flow. Righteousness, peace, and joy is my flow. It's my flow. It's my flow. I choose it every day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's different for me now. Because I'm a doer of the word. Not a hearer only. But it's the doer that's blessed. I'm the doer that's blessed. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. Well, turn to somebody before you're dismissed tonight and say, I'm that doer that's blessed. And you can be dismissed. God bless you. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, become a partner, or visit our online store. This program has been made possible by the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries.